Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to WrestleWolf. Uh, I am Damien Gibson. This is WWE Weekly, uh, where I watch all of WWE's program programming, so you don't have to. Um, although you would have missed out on some half-decent stuff this week if you didn't watch it, so too bad, so sad. Uh, we started the week with SummerSlam. Can you believe that WWE are going to have a week where they've got two pay-per-views in a week the week is bookended with two pay-per-views um bizarre i think the quickest turnaround we've seen in all the podcasts that we've done over the years was like a two-week uh uh turnaround which i think was payback as well um so I'm not sure whether payback just gets slotted in whenever Vince feels like it or whatever. But um, yeah, SummerSlam ooh, was interesting. Um, the big talking point out of it was the return of Roman Reigns uh, as a heel, question mark. Um, put a question mark on my own teleprompter. Uh, no, I mean, it's not... The, uh, uh, you know, the Enigma and myself and some other friends of ours who are into wrestling have been sort of debating this all week of whether it's a full heel turn or not. We kind of got some clarification on that in SmackDown later in the week. But um, came back, a lot of people talking about his teeth. I didn't I didn't <laughs> really know. He looked um, Roman. He looked... The thing for me was like, oh, he looks healthy. Because like... You know, he's had leukemia in the past. He's, he's battled with cancer. He stayed away from WWE because fuck, you would uh, if you were that if your uh, immune system was that compromised, you would stay as far away from WWE as possible uh, until Kevin Owens fixed it. Um, and uh, and now he's back. And um, yeah, he, he to me he just looked good. I was just like, oh yeah, he looked tanned and healthy. And then I went online and people were just, you know, sharing uh, gifts of when Brian got brand new teeth or Matt uh, in Family Guy or uh, Matt Dillon in <laughs> in uh, There's Something About Mary. So uh, some funny and cruel uh, wrestling fans out there. He's obviously had, I mean, looking on SmackDown this week, he's obviously had some, uh, some caps done. But fuck, man, if I could afford it, I'd be doing the exact same thing. So... Um, Randy Orton was one of those trolls, by the way. So, you know, locker room leader Randy at it again. Um, 
Yeah, so that was the major, for me, that was the major takeaway um, from SummerSlam. Uh, Bray Wyatt, or The Fiend, beating Braun Strowman for the belt. I'm happy with this. Um, I think the return of Roman means that that belt will be getting will be getting off the fiend's waist real real quick. But I mean Bray Wyatt is not really the. I hear a lot of people talking about how Bray Wyatt is a character that shouldn't be going after belts. I can understand what they're saying. Using you know they're sort of using the Undertaker defense, right? It's like he didn't win that many belts. It didn't matter because it's the Undertaker. And um, I can see that working for Bray Wyatt as well. Um, I am a little Jim Cornette in the sense of like, well, if they're not wrestling for belts, then what? You know, like, what's the point? Like, um, but then I suppose you look at The Fiend and you're like, well, you know, the you know, Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend, he's not a normal wrestler. So anyway, I'm playing, uh, I'm having a, a debate with myself here. Um It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, but yeah, it was a big pop from me. I was like, oh, Roman's back. And um, and Drew retained against Randy, which I did predict last week. <laughs> but um, I, I'm really happy with that. Uh, I'm really happy with that booking. I'm glad that Vince and Brucey P and all those guys can see that Drew is doing a great job. Um and um and are willing to you know keep that belt strapped to him and see him as money because he is i mean he he is um and it's looking you know it's sort of looking you know around the world it feels not necessarily where i am where i'm still locked down for i don't know the 117th week in a row but um uh i'm joking um it's been seven anyway uh <laughs> um uh, I'm just sounding a bit stir crazy, but it's the right thing to do. Anyway, um, I, uh, I, w- I was just so terrified that because they couldn't get direct feedback, that they that they wouldn't um, see that Drew was doing a good job. But then when they do get direct feedback, they don't take it on board anyway. So anyway, it's good to see that those guys are, are backing Drew in. Uh, Drew was one of the main storylines on Raw the next night. Um where Randy <laughs> just kept appearing, basically. I mean, Drew kind of, the beginning of the show, Drew kind of uh, taunted uh, Randy a little bit, uh, and then Randy appeared and beat the shit out of him. And this happened a couple more times throughout the, the episode, uh, getting punted in the head. This coincided with Keith Lee, uh, appearing on Raw, he's got his call up, and it is a call up. I don't care what they say. NXT isn't the third brand. Well, it is the third brand, but it's not the main roster. Um, and <laughs> I'm pretty positive about WWE's week this week, right? Like, um, there's still some things to talk about, but uh, overall, not bad. You know, C plus. You tried. Good work. Um, but how do you get Keith Lee wrong? I mean, how do you get someone who has been the most over wrestler in NXT, especially for the last year, maybe died off a little bit in the last three or four months, but, um, which is weird because he was champion, but 
he's wearing a netball skirt. He's his music, which people love, and I'm one of them, um, is gone. It's just these little things, like these little. I don't know whether it's Vince or Bruce or I assume it's Vince. You know, um, just won't let people. He just can't have anything come from NXT and not give his own little spin on it. Um, and and the, the surely they'll have to change back because it's not like the Keith Lee song coming out is a banger, and it's such a like his entrance is a big part of him. I mean, it is for all wrestlers, but you know, it, the quiet and then the you know bask in his glory. Um, you know, get some pop, man. Why put that? Why leave that money on the table when you know it's anyway? So he, uh, after yeah. So <laughs> Randy was attacked by Drew. Uh, then uh, Keith Lee appeared and called out Randy Orton and said he basically wanted to have a match with him. Um they get that match and then drew mcintyre because he had already been attacked comes down attacks randy orton uh the match ends via dq which i think a win against keith lee i can never really quite understand when it's because randy was attacked that the dq happened but i mean it's not anything to do with keith lee so i don't understand why he loses the match but anyway that's the way wrestling works uh, anyway, all of this ended up with Drew McIntyre getting punted in the head uh, for a third time by Randy Orton and being uh, carted off to a medical facility. So, um, yeah, they're going to carry that on and now Keith Lee's involved or, or maybe give Drew a break for a couple of weeks and uh, let Keith Lee feud with with Randy Orton, I think I'd much prefer the second option, I'm kind of a bit Randy and Drew doubt, um, I'd like to see Drew take on a new challenge, SummerSlam's usually the full stop on something, um, but everyone was doing, Keith Lee was doing his best uh, here, like nothing, you know, nothing too bad to say about his performance, but you know, just like his, his in-ring wear and the song and everything, that needs to be sorted out um, before payback this Sunday. And, you know, people were not happy about it. Um, NXT, uh, hearing reports from people that they think this is the best NXT in years and blah, 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 blah. Uh, there, were th- there were things that happened on this episode that I was quite interested in. Um Austin Theory was someone that was named out in the named in the speaking out discussion. He's back on NXT this week. Like, like, how about we just not keep doing this WWE? No Velveteen Dream. Um, thankfully, um, so uh, he he was essentially killed at uh, NXT Takeover on the weekend, which also happened last weekend. But you know. You guys can look that up if you want to see what happened. There wasn't anything. You know, Karrion Cross won the title uh, and immediately gave it up because he's dislocated his shoulder in the process of winning that belt. So the NXT this week started with him relinquishing the belt 
Uh, and then the rest of the episode sort of surrounded around that, um, which makes sense. Just quickly, I, I it was really strange. I was having a conversation with the Enigma during the week about how how can WWE not book Tyler Breeze properly when he's that good looking, that funny, that good in the ring. Like, I just don't understand why you wouldn't be giving him some kind of opportunity. And then this week, blow me down, Breeze and go tag team champions beat Emporium you know just a weird out of nowhere tag team <laughs> championship match um it's a tag team match player player and uh yeah Breeze Ango won so good for them um I don't know if I was Tyler Breeze I'd still be I'd still be looking for an opportunity somewhere else he he could be I I genuinely think he could be a top guy especially as a heel um but he can do either. Uh, and Breezango as a team as well. They're just hilarious. You know, They're the kind of guys who would thrive in an environment like AEW uh, because they'd be allowed to be as creative as they wanted to be, encouraged to do it. Um, anyway, it's not about AEW, it's about WWE. Uh, so I'm very happy about that. Uh, later on in the episode, um, William Regal comes out and announces that there is a... Next week, which is on a Tuesday, there will be a 60-minute Ironman match between the Mount Rushmore of NXT, which is uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, uh, Adam Cole, and Finn Balor uh, for the NXT title. Uh, This match is going to kick ass. This was an announcement where I was like, oh, holy shit, I'm very much interested in watching NXT next week. Uh, old school type of match, you know, Iron Man match. These four guys, four of the greatest wrestlers of all time. You know, well, at least in NXT, are probably the four best to have walked through the doors at NXT. So, um, yeah, good, good booking on the back of an unexpected uh, occurrence. Um, I'm not a fan of Karrion Cross, but a lot of people are, and WWE have big things planned for him, so obviously that sucks that that's had to be put on the back burner for a little bit, but um, uh, yeah, really excited about this. Not sure why NXT's on a Tuesday next week, but... Um, is there anything else to talk about on NXT? Not really. Um, no. Not really. Uh, and then SmackDown. And the two big uh, talking points for me anyway from SmackDown is the ongoing feud between Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles for the Intercontinental Belt, which I feel like is actually elevating the IC belt a little bit again, which is good. Um, and the return of Sami Zayn, who has his own IC belt because he never lost it. Um also just want to point out really quickly that I was wondering if he would get back together with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro as a little team. Um, and uh, those two who are now tag team champions basically told him to piss off because they hadn't heard from him in four months. <laughs> Not even a phone call. So I'll be looking forward to seeing uh, more of Sami Zayn who um, in just everything he's in, he elevates the scene, matches, whatever it may be. Um yeah, it's interesting in like all of the all of the the different brands and and um, promotions starting to get people that you almost sort of forgot about back. Um, 
you know, and having Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn uh, back in the in the one week really bolsters um, WWE stocks. Speaking of Roman Reigns, uh, Vince, <laughs> the the chairman of the board, Vince, is back, uh, and he's on SmackDown, and uh, he wanted. Uh, I can't remember his name. There's a Pierce, Patrick Pierce or something. Pierce. Let's just call him Piercey. PC3. Uh, Piercey uh, <laughs> is being um, dressed down by Vince that basically wants, Vince wants the three signatures of the three guys in the uh, triple threat match at um, uh backlash uh for for the uh, universal championship god i can't remember anything today it's been a long day um cut a long story short he get he gets to the firefly funhouse which i don't i don't know how i feel about this when people just pop up there like seth has done it braun's done it now this guy um you know, it's meant to be like on an, in another dimension, or on, on another plane half the time, and then the other half of the time, like just like backstage lackeys can be like bing bong. Um. Anyway, uh, Braun signs it. Bray signs it. He can't find Roman. At the very end of the episode, he finds Roman. Um, Roman says he'll need to read over it. Piercy goes away. When he comes back, uh, he finds Roman on him. Uh, the couch with someone he says he'll be there um and he'll win and uh that that's not uh that's not a prediction that's a spoiler and that was the point where i was like oh shit and it panned and paul Heyman was sitting on the couch with him and he said believe that uh, which is one of roman's catchphrases uh so roman reigns is a paul Heyman guy um Look, this is fucking. This is great. Uh, like, if they're making Roman a full heel, um, which they should be, uh, awesome. And having you know a consistent criticism of Roman's has been that he's not a strong promo, and you know the shuffle and suck sash and all that kind of thing. Which it's not his fault. He was asked to say that, but um. I think he's fine as a promo, but Paul Heyman is going to elevate anyone that he's working with. And um, I don't know why this hasn't been done more. You know, I mean, I, I, I assume it's because Paul Heyman didn't want to work with other people. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's essentially only worked with Brock. Like, who was who else has he worked CM Punk? Um, he did a thing with Axel whatever his name was, Mr. Perfect's son, for a very short period of time. But he doesn't, he didn't work with people much. So this is a big deal. And people who haven't been watching WWE um, are interested in this. So again, this is, this is good booking. Um, There's good booking across the board. They, they've managed to, I think if WWE, if WWE just concentrate on their own product um, and trying to make their fans happy, they'll continue to be the biggest wrestling promotion on earth. It's when they get distracted with bullshit uh, that people get, you know, 
upset and worried. The Thunderdome is the perfect example of you know, okay, well we've got the we've got the resources to do something like this, so let's do it. You know, and it allows people like Kenny Omega to be in the audience this week on SmackDown. Um, but it you know it allows people to go to the show virtually, um, and for the wrestlers to have something to wrestle to, it's great. You know, concentrate on that. And I think you'd find there'd be a lot less backlash towards WWE. You know, more weeks like this. Yeah, if you had a year where you had 52 <laughs> weeks like this back-to-back, you know, AW and New Japan and Impact would not get a look-in as far as, you know, being the number one promotion on, on Earth. But anyway... That's uh, that is a topic for another podcast. I'm gonna leave it there, guys. We're at 20 minutes. It's usually where I wrap it up. Um, not a bad week. Uh, if there's something you uh, in particular you want to check out, um, hmm, I've just backed myself into <laughs> into a corner. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Anything to do the the check out the segments of Drew and Randy uh and Keith Lee. That's all pretty interesting. Uh and check out the Paul Heyman reveal. It's all pretty cool. Uh you can watch all of these shows cut up in segments on their YouTube channel. Um and I would highly advise that you do. If you find watching the shows like laborious, um Watching the, the little cut up, like two, three minute uh, recaps of what's happened on their YouTube channel, you don't really miss out on anything. Uh, you don't see a lot of wrestling, but if you just want to sort of keep up with what's happening, it's really good. Anyway, that's enough of me congratulating and sucking up to Vince McMahon for one week. Uh, I'll be back next week uh, with a, another WWE Weekly. Stay safe, guys.